Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I have the final word on the So What Who Cares-a-thon that was the 2016 Grammy Awards. And by 50%, it's more influential than Pablo Picasso, Pablo Escobar, and Pablo Giamatti. I know, and you were screening your calls, obviously. You weren't picking up. Were you calling me? I only got the one uh, one thing. Oh. The one beep-boo-ba-boo-beep. Oh. You know, do, do you get the thing where your beep-boo-ba-boo-beep is like in a different like register if you call the person? <laughs> yeah. It's not like doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, but then there was like a remix when I call you. I right. Like, what is this? Yeah. yeah it was yeah. like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> yeah. Like, Okay. All right, I see you, Google. Yeah, Google Play. Mm-hmm. Makes it like the life of Pablo, just making oh, new, okay. new remixes and iterations. I didn't realize I'd signed up for Title. So what's going on? Uh, I see you sipping your coffee too. I'm sipping my coffee like Flossie Dicky. Have you seen that video? I love that video. That Flossie, old lady. Flossie is the epitome of unbothered. Unbothered. She can't even. She can't even be bothered to to even answer this newscaster's questions. She's a hundred and ten, and she just can't. The that idiot news reporter waving that microphone in her face. She's like, right. "Can I just sip my coffee?" She's like, "Let me just have my Nescafe and let me just live." <laughs> Are you looking forward to your birthday? Not one bit. <laughs> Not at all. Sip, no, I want sip. to take a nap. Yeah, I mean, that's me at 33. Basically, pretty yeah. much. What's the, what's the key to longevity? She's like, don't fight it. Just live it. Yeah. Thank you, Flossie. She's like, I can't answer your questions. Are we done no. here? <laughs> yeah. Is it over yet? Also, 110 is too long to live. So she's just ready to, to, to punch a card in? I don't know if she is, but I know that I would be. I don't know if that's okay to say. I know that people want to aspire to live you as long as possible. That's too much. I can see how sometimes when people get to that age, they're just like, okay, you know, let's go into the light Carolan. But I don't know. I see you at 110, and I think you'll probably try to be kicking and stretching, and you'll be so happy to be around. You think so? Well, I've been wrapped in a cardigan for (laughs) many years already. Right. So you'll just have multiple cardigans on by that time. That's Like a cardigan for every decade. I'll probably be wearing them two or three at a time. Yeah, exactly. You're just going to be, like, wrapped in a cocoon of cardigans. (laughs) And that'll be the secret to longevity. Yeah. There'll only be, like, what, like, an open buttonhole so you can just, like, Purse your lips out and sip your coffee. Right. And pop a Werther's. The man, the, yeah. People will just be like slowly, like, you know, one by one feeding you little Werther's and mm-hmm. sips of coffee. Are these That's the how, sugar-free ones? Yeah. This is David's key to longevity. <laughs> the combination. Oh, boy. Where do you All up right. to? Well, <clears throat> I'm getting ready this Sunday. I'm making a, I'm, a it's, it's slow cooker Sunday here. So I'm about to make uh, some uh, coconut braised uh, country-style pork ribs in the slow cooker. Okay. I, I'm sure I am sure I messed that recipe name up. but I feel like I, those slow cooker <laughs> recipes are pretty foolproof. They are. No, they are. I just, I just probably hatcheted the name just now. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, it's, there are ribs involved. There's some coconut milk involved, which I'm really excited about. There's some coriander. I don't think you can go wrong, but see, you don't do the ribs. I don't do the ribs, so I can't. I can't advise you here. So you're out. Sounds but good. Best of ribs. Luck. I'm in. Well, let oh. me know how it turns out. Yeah, there are coriander coconut braised ribs. See, that combination sounds wonderful yeah. already, right off right off the bat. But like, right. I don't know if that's going to be a Montezuma's revenge situation for you later on down the line. If you don't oh, get that no. that calculation no. right. No, no, no. I don't think there's going to be any revenge here. It's going to just be, uh, you know, all good in the hood. Have you done this before? It's a first-time thing? Well, this recipe is a first-time thing, but I've made, like, jambalaya in it, which is really good. I mean, the slow cooker is 
the most genius invention. I think we kind of slept on it for the last like decade or so because cooking in a crock crock pot was a little bit too like suburban, like soccer mommy, you know, or maybe even more like, you know, West Virginia trailer park ish. I don't know. But I have no shame in this slow cooker game. If I could do it every day, I would. I have never slow cooked anything, mostly because when it's time for me to eat, I need to eat immediately. And the the uh-huh. idea that you have to put something in and wait like six or eight hours for it to be done. And delicious, I'm sure, mind you. Oh, yeah. Always delicious. The meat comes out so tender. It's uh, and juicy. It's worth the wait. You just set it and forget it. I just feel like I would eat so much of everything else in the meantime that I wouldn't have room for my slow cooker surprise when I'm done. Right. By the end right. of the day. That's kind of it's it's kind of like going uh you know eating before grocery shopping. You have to have a little mini meal in that time when you're like preparing it and throwing it in so it can like tide you over for the next like 3 or 4 hours. Hmm. Or actually multiple mini meals. You do have to do that, but you just yeah. can't go you can't you can't get too crazy with it. I was going to say that maybe you should also just do it overnight, like maybe slow cook it while you sleep, but I feel like the aroma would cause me to have night terrors. Right, so you would just get up and sleepwalk? Yeah. Yeah, and you know me, I don't like to have any sort of appliance on in the middle of the night. Like, I'm the person who goes and checks the oven before I go to bed. So that wouldn't work for me. (laughs) Well, you never know. Right, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, I have to do like a double tap on on the range just to make sure everything's cool. Although I seem to remember when we were roommates, you wouldn't mind leaving that space heater running. Oh, well, that's a different thing, though, right? Gotta stay warm. That's true. Those cold California nights. Those were some cold nights. It's true. It's still still amazing to me that in Los Angeles at night, in the winter, can be the coldest I've ever been in my whole life. Like, it can be 80 degrees during the day, but come nighttime, you are freezing. It doesn't make Uh, sense. it It doesn't feel right either. Yeah. And nobody has any sort of HVAC in their house. Yeah, that's the problem. No HVAC and no insulation. So when the temperature drops, it drops. See, that's when you really have to double up on those cardigans. You have to get a jump start on your uh, centigenarian lifestyle. (laughs) Cardigans, electric blankets. That's right. Quilted northern. Blanket over the legs. Mm -hmm. You know, keep keep the circulation going. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with you? Um, What's happening this lovely weekend? Oh, this weekend, it's... You know, do you ever go through, like stretches of time where it feels like everybody you know was having a birthday oh yeah yeah i'm having one of those things i've had a birthday party to go to last night i have another one to go to tonight so my my weekend feels a little bit over scheduled um Mm -hmm. but you know hooray for everybody you're happy to have friends and you show up for their birthdays but it's like did did everyone's parents get down nine months ago because i guess everyone's birthday is right now okay so knowing you i'm sure it's probably like a celebrity star-studded event at these <laughs> you know all these shindigs you go to there happens to be like a you know some sort of star there but um <laughs> i don't know what you any 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 anyone of any special note that you like to talk about have today, you ever or? seen that show yeah. please like me no it doesn't ring any bells it's a show that i like a lot it's a uh, an australian based sitcom it's kind of a dramedy um, isn't there some like a like a a guy who dresses up as like a little schoolgirl or something, and is that the same? No, okay, no, continue. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who's dressing up like a schoolgirl. <laughs> but it's kind of this gay sitcom from Australia. It's on the Pivot Network, which I'm not sure everybody Excuse has. Me? Pivot, P-I-V-O-T, Pivot. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think everybody has access to it, but I've seen it on iTunes, and I, I, I enjoy it. I think. Everybody should check it out. Um, but the writer and creator of that show, Josh Charles, was is that his name? Josh Thomas was at this uh, birthday party I went to last night. Hmm. So okay. not 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 big time, but that's something. Okay, that that's something. Work. That was a nice little surprise. Brushing the shoulders, brushing the shoulders. Okay, that's cool. all. Now is Pivot Network that network that that Chloe Kardashian talk show was on Cocktails with Chloe? Uh, is it? I'm not sure. There's a lot of weird networks on. No, there's a lot of them. FYI network. Oh, I think that, is right. that is it FYI or something like that? Yeah, something like have that. Have you seen that show? No, I have not. Yeah, and I have no plans to seek it out. You know, but she's the one who has the most personality on that show. Usually, like her, 
her B-roll is usually like funny and she comes with the jokes and everything. But like her talk shows or like whenever she's tried to host or be a personality, she was on the X Factor. Right. She comes off a little bit stiff and it's always a surprise to me because everybody, I think a lot of, most people are team Chloe, right? She's most kind of people, like the, yes. Most the, people heart, are, mm-hmm. the heart of the series, like the the comic relief of the series. And now that she's got like her body snatched together, she's looking glam, you know, you, you want her to win. You want her to go all the way. But I don't know. I, I watched this cocktails with Chloe and it was just like, ooh. I have a couple like. theories. I think that pe- most people are team Chloe because, yeah, she has the personality. And also, she's not the, she's the giant one. She's the giant Kardashian. So people sort of root for her as the underdog of that family. But now mm. she got her body. She got a blowout. She got her color correction. She's so Chloe she's with the a big K. Yeah, so I guess so. Or she thinks she's she's Queen Mean Girl now. Hmm. So I think there's that. And I mean, everybody knows she's OJ's daughter, so she doesn't quite fit you know in. What? She's kind of an outsider. But also, I, I, <laughs> I, I never. You see OJ? Res- I don't see any OJ resemblance in there. Have you seen OJ's daughter? Give me a DNA. Um, <laughs> the glove don't fit. I'm telling you, they look like twins. They look like twins just like um, <laughs> Prince Harry looks like the twin ginger to that, that guy Diana was messing around with. Like, that's not no, Prince Charles' child. I don't These are so. not conspiracy Wait. theories. Okay. These are you facts. Need to go, okay, you need to go to the tape. You need to go to the Chris Jenner, uh, I Love My Friends, I Just Turned 30 Years Old music video that she did. I love that video. Okay, now if you do some investigating in the video, her hairstylist, whatever his name is, she says, "Oh, Chase, not my friend." No, 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 no. But the hairstylist, who's a man, is in is in the video, and that's who is rumored to have been Chloe's father. But you know what? So what? Who cares? Anyway, you can do that investigating. Go to that tape and check it out. Huh. All I'm All saying right. is, not OJ. She's fun and she's funny. Well, I'm saying not. I don't think. I don't think she's OJ's daughter. I think she looks like a twin of OJ's actual daughter. They look very similar. mm, mm, mm. But okay. Also, to your point that she always she's always stiff when she's hosting, like on her radio uh, show and on on X Factor and everything. I think it's maybe because reading doesn't come naturally to her, and she has to read a teleprompter. It's not fundamental. Not to Khloe Kardashian, it isn't. Okay. Well. I have. I, I. 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 I wish her success. This. This. That, that talk show, though, I don't think is necessarily going to work out for her. I'm I don't sure think that, that talk they, show is necessary. I, I don't think it's necessary. And I, I think that you know, eventually, after the the first ten episodes, it'll be gone with the wind. Well, it's on FYI or whatever random network it's on. Mm-hmm. It, there are no real expectations attached to it. Right. Right. Anyway. So. I guess the okay. Well, <clears throat> I was going to tell you to start off with. I've I've had a change of heart. Okay. I'm in. I'm. I'm having feelings. Mixed. Um, transitioning feelings. Transitioning feelings, like you know, from like cold to warm, very ombre feelings right now. Flux it has and flummox. Mm-hmm. It has to do with Gwen Stefani because. As we all know, during the Grammys, she shot the first ever live music video uh, for her new single that's out. And I know that I was not very happy. Yeah, we previewed this single last week. And I was saying, R.I.P. 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 I threw the dirt and the rose onto the casket. But wait a minute. I kind of got into the music video, though. Okay. You, okay, so you're still not convinced. You're like, okay, not that I'm like completely like on board with the, the direction the music is going into, but she did that music video. I mean, come on. She that looked a- good. She looked great. It, right? There were nice style moments. It was a seamless target integration. My I don't know if skated. I. He was in roller skates. Yeah, in one take. A leotard. In one take. You got to give her credit for that. I mean, and I thought putting the stunt person in there was kind of genius. And when she, when they fell and wiped out, mm-hmm. did you see that part? Yeah. And then she rose from the ashes in her lovely couture gown. And it was a scene. 
Oh boy, and then okay, you downloaded fine. the album. I still don't know I, if I can get on board with that song. I I can't really get on that on board with the song, but I, the video helped me. That's all I'm saying. So I'm just holding out a little bit. It was very creative. It actually worked. It actually works for the song. It actually makes mm-hmm. me like it a little more. It looks, it's it's more. It's, it feels funner now. I don't know. Yeah, that is the power of a good music video. That's right. It did soften the hard no I had on the song. The video did right. honestly. It's still a no. Okay, I think I've, it's still I've a no. My, I've taken my foot off the brake just a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think I, now I'm willing to hear what the rest of this album sounds like. Hmm. Not that optimistic. Okay. But I'm well, willing to give it a listen. I just need to update everybody with my feelings about it. Apostate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Your about face. <clears throat> Not a, no, just a slight shift. Not even like a complete, you know. Oh, I up see. Jump, up jump and turn around. So but you I, had thrown the, thrown the rose into the, the, uh, the grave, turned yeah. your back, you were walking away, but now you're looking back. Right. Well, that's right. Like I threw the dirt and the rose on, onto the casket. I like walked away crying, you know, and I had my lace handkerchief up to my face just mourning. And then I turned, now I turned around and thrown myself on the casket. Oh boy. And As just, yeah. don't be, uh, don't speak swells in the background. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. It's one of those moments. So okay. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm still there with her. Okay. So yeah, Grammys happened this weekend. Yeah. And uh, the what So What Who Cares awards. Pretty much. Basically. Pretty much So What Who Cares. I really didn't watch the entire Grammys. I only watched most of like, you know, the performances and kind of called for the day. You know what? The Grammys are fundamentally unwatchable because they're 32 hours long. And has LL Cool J been hosting for 25 years now? Basically. Basically, yeah. LL Cool J has been hosting for as long as he's been on that CSI and CIS show. Right. Because they make um, sure all of those CBS stars are working that show. And I think the Grammys have always been on CBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely like to try to synergize as much as possible. That's why Bow Wow was on there messing up the cue cards. Oh, I was just going to say, well, they were trying to groom uh, Bow Wow to be his like successor, obviously. But I think he failed. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty good. So basically, he was trying to count down to the launch of the Grammys. And uh, he I guess he thought he had like 10 seconds left. And after it went down to zero, it, he had like another minute left. So he was just kind of like ad-libbing, ad, ad, yeah. ad-libbing. And he looked at his watch. I, I don't even know that yeah. there was a watch on his wrist. He was like, and the Grammys are about to start right now. And mm-hmm. it was like, actually, there's... There's 90 more seconds on that clock, Bow Wow. Yeah, that was a lot of like... I don't know who like, miscued you. That was like a lot of vicarious embarrassment right there. Yeah, I didn't even laugh. I was just embarrassed. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Shad. So Taylor, <clears throat> Taylor Swift opened up the Grammys with her Out of the Woods performance, and she went into Beyonce's stock closet of costumes and got herself a cat suit, it looked like. Yeah, she did. Good for her. Yeah, a cat yeah. suit to offset her mom bob. Right. That mom soccer bob. Now, this is... Do you ever find yourself Googling Taylor Swift wig? Because after watching that... <laughs> no, am I never. the only person in the world? Probably. Oh, Who does that? God, I Except hope it was a wig. But I was like, is that a wig? I don't know. You know, we always talk about follicles up on this dummy. But I think that maybe, you know, she generally has a, a, a curl pattern to her hair. She does. But recently she's been doing a lot of blowouts. And I don't know if there have been enough hot oil treatments to go around to, <laughs> to, keep, to keep the mane fresh and uh, bountiful. She used to do blowouts quite often. I, I, think it, I think the struggle is now real. And she may have donned, really? donned a little mom bob gone one too far because that yeah. that was a straight up stepmom do yeah it really was it was julia roberts and stepmom you know those um you know those valentine's day movies and mm-hmm. new year's eve and mother's day mother's day is the new one they're doing one with called mother's day that's coming out i think on mother's day and julia roberts has the exact same hairstyle that taylor really? swift has so maybe because this was some this sort of cross promotional like thing a, um Who's that figure skater who had the bob? I don't know. Dorothy Hamill? 
That's right. That's like a Dorothy Hamill. That was more of like a mushroom cut. That was closer to a 2D than a bob. Okay. Well, she. Well, so Taylor's rocking a modified 2D. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That rounded bang. Mm -hmm. It is a modified 2D. Well, obviously, she can keep that 2D bob because Kim Fields has no use for it any longer. Uh -uh. She's trying to divorce herself from that image in every uh, single way and platinum Afro puff add-on clip-on that she can possibly Yeah, clip-on, snap-ins. She needs to divorce herself from that light socket. Yeah, widgets. Witchcraft. Now, what's wrong? Okay, so here's the thing about Kim Fields and that, that those dudes. Now, it's a it's a those platinum don't. blonde kind of situation, but like Nini rocks a platinum bob do. So, what makes hers any different than Nini's being a blonde? Um, first of all, I feel like the underlying presumption here is that Nini's platinum blonde situation is okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> it is seldom okay. But it's all wrong. It's, it's all wrong. Always wrong. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, you're right. They're all, it's all wrong. Yeah. Nini's hair situation yeah. has never been a natural integration. Right. She never seems to get it to rest properly on the forehead. It always kind of yeah. comes down a little bit too, like, Teresa Judicey. Mm-hmm. Like, she's only got about, like, two inches of forehead. It's it's a little too crowded. Like it's a little too like blunt. Gasping for air, like, desperate, like, it's drowning. In I'm lips. afraid to peel it back. But I know a lot of people like to describe their wig situations as, think of wigs as hats. And I think she takes right. that that analogy too far. Okay. So, yeah. Everyone needs to retire there. Yeah, it's too literal of an interpretation. Their hair situations on that show. And maybe that was the whole point. Maybe that's why they slid Tootie in like that when Nini was going to be out this season. Because they need another ridiculous blonde on there. They needed, yeah, crazy platinum. To round out the cast. Yeah. Well, well, they got it. They got it. They sure have you been, did. Have you been keeping up? Yeah. I think I'm all okay. caught up. I'm all caught up, too. So they're in Jamaica. Jamaica. Nini's back. Causing havoc. Hey, hey, hey. She is back into the mix. Now, how much do you think she got paid to get back in there? I mean, they must have cut her a very nice check. I'm sure they were generous. She's got a little bit of an arc. Um, I don't know. She was getting a million dollars a season, right? Right, so they probably just cut her a nice million-dollar check for this little arc that she's doing. Oh, no, I doubt it. She probably got... How many episodes do they do? They do, like, 30 episodes a season, I feel like. Mm, maybe. Well, I hear they're actually still shooting because the season's so good, they can't stop filming. Mm, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. All right. I feel like she or, probably got an, a cool 250 for her arc. She's probably right. going to be in four or five episodes. I'd say she probably got 250 yeah, and she's she's good with that. She well, better be. But she's going to come her. back. When she comes back, she's going to get the big Bethany Frankel treatment. She's going to get a big fat check. It's going to be a record-breaking uh, housewives check. Uh, and she's going to be insufferable. She's definitely coming is, back next season. How much is Bethany making? Is she making a million dollars a season? Or? I thought that she was making a million dollars a season when she came back to New York. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I didn't really keep up with any sort of New York shenanigans. Yeah, me neither. Really, the Atlanta one's the only one I kind of fuck with. Yeah. We got to get back to Potomac at some point in time. Too. I know. I haven't seen that we one gotta, in a few episodes. We got to check back in with them. I mean, uh, apparently talking about the, the housewives, uh, we never really talked about the fact that Beyonce name checks two housewives phrases in formation. I don't know if this is actually intentional or not. But she does happen to say she twirls on her haters. I did catch that, yeah. Which twirl, as we all know, life twirls on. Twirling and gone with the wind fabulousness. Kenya Moore coined this desperately as her sort of like, her her tag when she, she first did. premiered. And I think this means Kenya wins. I think that she did win. When, once, once, your, once Beyonce checks you. But this isn't the first time, though. If we put our Viola Davis, not our litigation wigs, but our investigation okay. phony ponies on, because you know you have to keep it snatched <laughs> back. That's true. Well, keep it out of your face. Mm-hmm. Keep it out of your face. Yeah. If you put that phony pony on and you go back and get your magnifying glass, Beyonce actually 
checked Kenya after her Super Bowl performance in 2013. Wow. Let's go to the tape. All right, yeah, let's investigate. Thank you. Ladies, how did it feel? Wonderful. It was fun. It, it was, was great incredible. performance. They were fascinating. She was gone with the wind. Fabulous. <laughs> oh, wow. Exhibit A. Okay. All right. So there you go. So she's so, watching. Or oh, someone, she's is, watching. someone is feeding her these lines. No, no. I think Beyonce curls up with some, like, hot cheese curls and a Pepsi on a Sunday night and watches Housewives, too. Just like the rest of us. Now, why hasn't Kenya really capitalized on this, this endorsement? Well, she actually tweeted after the, the, the song came out, and she said something about Twirl Nation and Beyonce. Hmm. And I think there was like a yes involved as well, a couple exclamation points. So she is very well aware of this. Well, she's well aware. But if I were Kenya, there wouldn't be a single Housewives episode where I was like, well, Beyonce said this, and Beyonce hmm. said that. Right. My friend Beyonce. Yeah. You couldn't. I would be unstoppable. Well, that's probably why they're still taping. There's a Beyonce arc that's about to happen. <laughs> She's going to pop up in Jamaica or when they take that inevitable trip to Africa. Uh, exactly. They'll go to Africa together. What now, if Beyonce turned out to be the baby this season that Candy's That having? was the baby. Mm-hmm. She has her own special arc where she just plays this character. Um, that would be a surprise. Yeah. Big twist. That would that would be a big twist. Big twist twist hmm. anyway also uh housewife of potomac karen huger talks about her husband being the black bill gates mm, that's a stretch it, okay fine that's fine. a stretch but you better believe that karen snatched onto that as well i'm sure but you're not you're not buying it no i i'm just i'm puzzled i'm, I'm wondering why she would do that why would she drop that into her song well I think that, you know, like a lot of other things in the song, it's just referencing references to black culture. Yeah, I guess so. And hey. It's just like us. She's just like us. Hot sauce, housewives, red lobster. That's right. I mean, what what more can you ask for? Yeah. I guess so. She's really driving home that point. Yep. She really wanted to tell us about it. There's a lyric on her on the last do that song Rocket off of Beyonce. Do you know it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lyric where she says, um, "I'm the shit, and that makes you my equivalent," which is also a Robin Thicke lyric from a song he did a long time ago, back when he had long hair and he looked like Jesus. And I like oh. that song, but I can't get over it. It's the song when I get you alone. Oh, I was just going to say, I was like, is that from when I get you alone and he's a bike messenger and he's yeah. like going through the streets of downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. Try, trying to get that, you know, those those blueprints to the architecture firm? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what that has to do with loving somebody. <laughs> he must It must have just been about his dedication to his job. He was like so in, in, enamored by being a, a bike messenger. I always try to envision his relationship with Paula Patton at that time. Like back when he was... <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> don't bother. It doesn't make any sense, really. It, yeah. never, it never kind of like makes full... full the sense. only part of that relationship that makes sense is the separation. The little kid is very cute, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, never, I never quite understood it. I mean, I guess... And the thing is, like, he... His rise to fame and his, like, sort of prominence was so short-lived that we... And then, like, it was, like, right on the end, like, the, the tail end of their relationship. So we never really got the full picture. You know what I mean? It's not like they were ever really interviewed together. And, they, I don't know. They didn't really talk about each other. So, yeah, who knows? I kind of always who felt knows? like success would ruin them. Like, he... Yeah, I did. Well, his success in particular. Her success, she probably would have been fine and grounded the whole time. But he was mm-hmm. a monster in the making. And as soon as he got a little taste of the big time, when Blurred Lines took off like that, of course he became just awful. Yeah. So he finally he finally emerged from his father's shadow. Yeah. He got out of that growing pain He shadow. got over He's his like, growing pains. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. there you go. See what happens. We'll find out more in the behind the music in like ten years or in ten minutes. <laughs> um. So, did anything else on the Grammys jump out at you? Um. So yeah, what else happened on the Grammys? Uh, I guess okay. So everyone was up in arms because Adele had sound issues, problems. I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that she's an amazing singer. Either way, right. Um. 
Oh, well, we have to talk about Gaga's performance. Yeah. She uh, did her tribute to David Bowie. Right. Uh, I mean, there like, like, are mixed reviews about that that thing. I mean, I thought it was okay. It wasn't anything like mind blowing or like really amazing. I mean, they hyped it up because I guess Intel was involved with sort of the the special effects that were involved. Right. But um, I don't know. I wasn't too like blown away. I mean, by by you know the visuals they were serving up. Um, it was okay. It was yeah. fun. I mean. It seems like she's now like the go-to for every uh, posthumous like tribute performance for every artist ever. You know that sort of like uh, validates them as artists because Gaga, of course, is the artist of artists. So having her, you know, pay you tribute is like you know the highest honor. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't do a, a whole lot for her in terms of reminding people that she has a voice of her own because I think so many yeah. people sort of understand her as this derivative artist that she, this like walking pastiche of other people, of other artists. And mm-hmm. we forget that she actually does have, a, I think a fairly distinctive, especially uh, singing style. Um, mm-hmm. Her voice stands out on its own, but she's always attaching herself to like making Madonna references and making clearly clear Bowie references and, yeah, she needs to reestablish herself in her own way and stop doing yeah, these she, tributes. But I thought the David Bowie tribute was fine. It was very yeah, Vegasy. It was very Vegasy, most definitely. Yeah, it made me think that like her Vegas life is going to be rich and long. Oh yeah. Whenever she gets to the Vegas stage of her career, she's going to be set. Yeah. So next year, get your tickets. <laughs> Just get them now. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was fine. I, um, I did think it was weird though that like there were a lot of tributes that night. BB King got one, Lionel Richie got one, David Bowie of course got one. Lionel Richie has like three Grammys. David Bowie mm-hmm. I think has two. One is like he an has, honorary he has, lifetime achievement. Like one, yeah, he's like one or something, one and a half. Yeah, yeah. he's he's got one point five Grammys. Mm-hmm. Natalie Cole had nine Grammys. Nine. No tribute. Yeah. What's that Nothing. all about? Yeah, well, her her family wasn't wasn't very pleased about that either. I, I mean, what do you say? I I think that this is just another case of the injustice that so many like, especially like black female rhythm and blues artists get. Like, yeah, you know. And speaking of which, also like, there's like there's not enough shine. There's not there's never enough attention. You know, like if you're not a Beyonce. You don't really get that much focus. And yeah. um, Jasmine Sullivan actually had made reference to this. it. She was just talking about this. Like everyone loves, like your white soul singers. Everyone loves Adele. Everyone loves Amy Winehouse. But people don't pay much attention to to black black R and B anymore. But people better not sleep on Jasmine Sullivan. I was think I was saying this before, but that new CD reality show is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, she's she's. I mean, I think that she's just fierce she's incredible she she's fierce yeah her I mean, songs like, are great her voice is amazing her voice is amazing she's always styled wonderful the hair is always snatched face is always beat did you see I'm her dancing to formation though. on instagram uh i definitely did yeah and I, I like how she immediately got an outfit oh, yeah and, and made a, like a little dance music video she's like we don't know the dance yet but we have outfits and we're fans. Right. We have outfits and we're ready to learn the choreo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, great. She's got a good speaking sense of which, humor. Speaking of which, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. Um, how is your choreo coming? Well, we practiced the choreo last weekend. <laughs> the choreo from, did you use the Super Bowl or did you use the video to go off of? We used the video. And, you know, the thing about the video is, is that, well, this is probably really good because, listen, that core, don't 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 sleep on that choreo. That is a lot of cardio in those four minutes. Okay, no kidding. And I was huffing and wheezing, and holding on to furniture <laughs> after the first two rounds. And I was really happy for those little <laughs> moments of ad libs from Big Frida and Messy Maya because I was like, oh. <laughs> right. okay. And I was like, one, two, mix that Creole with that Negro. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 
Who needs who needs P90X? You have your very own insanity to get through. I had B90X. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good idea, actually. Maybe if you just took a super clip of Beyonce's videos and did some of the choreography, it doesn't have to be like the most perfect choreography, but I'm sure that would be the perfect workout tape. Just try to keep up. Can you do? Can you give me like a supercut of her music videos, and then we can try to work out to this? She's got just enough of like, them. That would be a great I'm idea. I'm going to give it like 21 days, and just put that in for like a half hour, and just you know, do the the punches to the floors, the ring finger, mm-hmm. the the dirty wine. Your legs are going to look great. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Calf muscles on fleek. You got to do it in heels. That's yeah. easy. <laughs> That's fine. Already <laughs> That's there. Fine. You yeah. got the your dance heels from the Paula Abdul collection. Uh huh. Exactly. Dance yeah. like there's no tomorrow. Oh, well, there wasn't for her. <laughs> that was our last yeah, chance. Yeah. So maybe that that's my that's gonna be my new my my new cardio routine. Yeah, that's a good one. Let me know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think I could do it. I can only no? I can only enjoy from the sidelines as a fan. I I people like to give her shit because it's like, ooh, Beyonce was caught lip syncing. You try to do a fraction of what she's doing up there on stage. Hey, you try to do a a back. You know what? When that baby boy video came out and she's in the sand and she's like in that sort of like um, sort of Middle Eastern inspired like uh, genie uh, whatever yeah. scene that she's yep. in, and then she throws the sand at the, the camera and then she does a back a back roll a back roll. I almost, yeah, I almost. Like dislocated two vertebrae, <laughs> trying to execute that move. Mm-hmm. That, and I and I took some time off from Beyonce choreography <laughs> after that. Sure, for physical therapy. Her videos need yeah. to come with a disclaimer. I do yeah, not I try this at home. For like two weeks after that, mm-hmm. the baby boy video came out. Yeah, your workers' comp claim will be rejected. <laughs> Don't right. try this at home. You're yeah. not covered. Why are you trying to collect? I tried to do the baby boy back roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a number, get in line with all mm-hmm. those other people and neck with all those other, Yeah, right. Uh, well, she was at the Grammys. Unfortunately, yeah. she didn't perform like we were hoping. But we she were was hoping there. hard, but she did not. She she showed up in like a, a wedding dress. <laughs> she did show up in a lovely white gown. It was a little bit wedding like but I, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it i didn't mind that it's okay yeah it was fine you know here's the thing everyone's on this sort of like whole black and white very minimalist thing and i blame the kardashians for this i hope we we move past this phase and we can integrate some sort of like color and wardrobes and things like that but i feel like that's a lot of people's go-to right now yeah again not taylor swift she showed up in like a color wheel yeah, she showed up. Yeah, she 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 gave all the color for the night. Tube top, big tube fan. top, a bandu top, and some like a diaper, and then like a <laughs> and then a curtain attached to her waist. I didn't understand right. that. Wasn't her best look. And, but you and, know what? Go and ahead. the wig she snatched from Anna Wintour's closet. <laughs> yes, the devil wears nada <laughs> on the carpet. Uh huh. Uh, but I'm not going to really hate on her. She gets that whole thing with Kanye. Uh, she gets a lot of flack. I, I'm not necessarily still there for her music. I mean, I am when it's on the radio. It's great. There's something that I just can't get behind still. But I, I still respect her and her, her hustle and her, her artistry. Oh, so, yeah, of I mean, course. Because she's but, hustling yeah. hard with a calculator and a plan and like schematics. Right. I'm not mad at what she's doing. A protractor? She's gotten all the calculations down. But you weren't there for her her take back the night speech from Kanye? I mean, you know, I no, I was there for her. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I, I think that she's right in everything that she was saying. Like, what? Basically, she was like, don't hate the player, hate the game, moving on. I mean, it just yeah. sort of was like another stake in the heart of vampire Kanye. I, you know, I guess so, but honestly, I didn't, I wasn't that offended by what Kanye said. I wasn't, but it's like, why go back to that? Why? I know. It's why? that, that was my big issue. It's like, it's so old 
and Kanye, it's it makes so you look funny. desperate, like you're just trying to drum up publicity for yourself it's in this so new project. Petty. Like I was like, oh, don't so do petty. it, don't do it to yourself, don't right. do it to yourself. So she had to respond in that way, but it just felt of like course. right message, wrong tone. Hmm. On her part. On her part, it just felt like Mean Girl. Well, what did she say? I, you know, I didn't even listen to her. What'd no, well, <laughs> cut to the tape. And as the first woman to win Album of the Year at the Grammys twice, I want to say to all the young women out there, there are going to be people along the way who will try to undercut your success or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame. But if you just focus on the work and you don't let those people sidetrack you, someday when you get where you're going, you'll look around and you will know that it was you and the people who love you who put you there. And that will be the greatest feeling in the world. Thank you for this moment. Because that's what Kanye said. I made her famous. And I don't disagree with that entirely because yeah she was popular yeah she was up there winning her award when he interrupted her but she wasn't famous right famous like she is now until kanye you know put her True. in her crosshairs he does have a point there he does have a point there but why go back and re- like go back to the scene yeah right why go Nobody, back? You, no one needs to rip off that scab yeah focus on your own artistry yeah be, let her do her thing yeah and I mean, that was a good moment for her to do it. I mean, she's the first woman to win that Record of the Year or Album of the Year award two times. Twice, yeah. Yeah. So good. I mean, Kanye still has like 22 Grammys to her 10. Right. So but, maybe slow your roll. But yeah, that's a good moment for you. Right. Woohoo. Now, speaking of, I mean, you know, I was just sitting here and wondering about it. It's, and do you think that Kanye has really gone off of his rocker? Or this is just performance art. And this is just him trying to drum up, you know, him trying to be like a provocateur and, you know, make headlines for himself. I think that it, there is definitely an element of performance art to it. I think he's aware of what he's doing, but I don't think he's as aware or as in control as he thinks he is. Exactly. So he's pulled a page from the Kardashian stunt queen handbook. But I think that he's not, like, he's not reading the footnotes or something. Yeah. Like, he's got some of the elements down, but, like, he's just not, he, yeah, he's not completely there and in touch with with himself. Right. He had that, I guess they leaked a tape of his this supposed meltdown he had on SNL last week when he uh, performed. Mm-hmm. Did, did you hear any of that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah, it, I think that that got blown out of proportion. That didn't feel so much like a meltdown as so much as like normal Kanye egotistical grandstanding. I think he just listened to Demi Lovato's "Confident" <laughs> a few too many times, and he was like, <laughs> "Nothing wrong with being confident." There's nothing wrong with being confident. Mm-hmm. Put my setup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm putting. Okay, wait. I have to. I have to put the conspiracy theorist. We're like Mulder and Scully today because I need to go back into the conspiracy theory files. Do you think there's some sort of correlation, or was there something? Uh, was something? Someone spike uh, the Shasta at the craft service table at uh, Dave Chappelle's block party or the Dave Chappelle mm. show? Because all right, we've just talked about Kanye, <laughs> uh-huh. and we know Dave. Had his moment. Sure. And uh, Miss Lauren Hill was supposed to be on okay, the Okay, so this is the Black Insanity segment, clearly. That's what I did, yeah. We're going right into this. Gotcha. Is there something, is there some sort of like stipulation in any sort of contract that these people sign? It's like once you get to a particular point in your fame and your success, you have to go completely bonkers. You have to think that. There's a caterpillar in my brain and it's got tap shoes and it's popping <laughs> in my head. Like, is that, is that what has to happen at some point? Like, you can't just keep it cool? Is that, is that what you're telling me? Because that's what I'm, that, that's the feeling that I'm starting to get. Like, all of our faves, like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to hold a, a candlelight 
vigil for B because I don't want her to go down this road. No. Nobody yeah. does. This is why I like her humble southern roots. Like she doesn't get too like like in her interview, she doesn't get very like deep and like analytical and like like she doesn't start talking about like all these theories that she has cuz like you know, a lot of like the are more uh sort of like well-spoken and intelligent artists like Lauren. Mhm. And Dave, Columbia-educated Lauren Hill, right? They start to be, they get to a beautiful minding, and then they just go off the cliff, right? 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 So, like, what is it though? What do you think? Like, what is it about our people? I don't like, know. Their genius. What ha- is it? Is it that their genius just takes over, and what? they just can't? Maybe. What happens? What happens? I think in the case of Lauren Hill, it was a struggle for legitimacy. Okay. I mean, everybody loved her in the Fugees. That was great. She did Miseducation of Lauren Hill, which is an amazing, amazing album. Still holds up, test of time. But then Mm -hmm. I think people tried to take credit away from her, saying that Wyclef did most of the writing on that album. And I think Mm. that's what really made her go crazy. So she waited so long to follow that up. She did that live um, unplugged album where she was like, now I play the guitar and listen to these like 66 tracks on on this double disc unplugged album. Mm -hmm. And people are like, this sounds crazy. And then she went away for a long time to have all those Marley children. She came back broken. Uh, Kanye seems to be having a similar struggle with legitimacy, like recognize Mm -hmm. my genius. He went for so long making these standard radio pop hits, these top 40 hits that were great. But he's like, I want to do something more, which I, I, I can get behind that. I applaud him for wanting to do that. But I think the pendulum has swung too far in the other direction where his music is almost inaccessible. It's like we get it. We all agreed that you were talented, and now you're mm-hmm. telling us that you're a genius. Right. And, you know, maybe in 10, 20 years, we'll look back and see that you were a genius, but right now you just look crazy. And, right. you know, you're, it doesn't feel like you're delivering with your music. You're right. It seems like at some point, like the commercial success uh, overtakes like their artistry to a certain degree. And then that makes them kind of second guess or doubt their own their own talents yeah it doesn't make any sense to me because listen let me assure you mm-hmm. if we start counting coins from this situation i'm not gonna go and and drop a, a spina bifida album or anything crazy Mm-mm. like that no to try to prove myself as an no artist, thanks okay? i'll be we're like how be- can we do this again again and we're gonna be sitting by the pool drinking pina coladas pina coladas with banda sole Exactly. That I mean, the only thing that's going to be on my mind is my money. It counted. Uh, but, um, yeah. yeah. But honestly, I think, and now that you mention it, I think that was the issue with Dave Chappelle, too. His show yeah. got super huge. He became the biggest thing on Comedy Central ever. He got that famous $50 million contract. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things he said was the reason he walked away is he looked around and they were doing these jokes with all these. And there were a lot of black people in his staff. But there were a lot of white people in the room, too, laughing at these N-word jokes and laughing a little too hard and not the right way. And I think you right. just start to question, you know, what is my... What is what is my role in this per, in this process? Right. What, what is, is my, my purpose? Yeah. What is my process? purpose here? Am yeah. I really in control of this ship, or has it gotten away from me? And I think he just decided, you know what? Let me let me step away from this. And then everyone was like, Dave Chappelle went crazy and ran off to Africa. Yeah. And you just say, F it, F it, F it. But if like if I ever get rich, I'm taking the fifty cent approach. Well, you know what? This is what I was going to say, too. Well, before you get on that, I was like, can't they just put, like, if, if, if they see that you have this, this strong talent um, and, and, and you're on the verge of huge commercial uh, success and world recognition, isn't there, like, some sort of uh, Dr. Phil that they can put in place in order to guide you and give you that that mental clarity that you're going to need for this crazy roller coaster. Yeah. Isn't there someone? Isn't there someone available? And secondly, when you get to a point where you have that much money, can we find our people a, a, a decent accountant to handle their, their their financial matters? Is yes. there not a CPA in LA that can help take care of these financial 
business ventures. I feel like just keep their lights on and pay their yeah, bills. That's it. Write some checks. Mm-hmm. Just someone in charge of being an adult. Right. Yeah. I think these uh, these resources are available to white people, but not to us. Not can to us. Like, can I just have a business card and be like, "Here I am, Jacob Jeffries, uh, p- professional adult for hire." I'll make sure you, your water <laughs> bill gets paid. Uh-huh. I'll go buy the groceries. I'll make sure your rent I'll check make, doesn't bounce. Make sure that rent check doesn't bounce. Yeah. All the child support checks are in. Mm-hmm. Sent out right? on time. Receipts right. in order. I, I canceled the title the title subscription before it went to charge your credit card. Exactly. Within the free right? three-month preview window. The, the free preview window. You're all set. Yeah. I guess that's what a personal assistant's for, right? Right. And that's what people usually use a personal assistant for. But I think you need to take it to the next level. Yeah, someone's someone's got to be there taking care of stuff. Anyway, you, you need to hire a white us, person, or not Jerry from Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> which brings us to fifty, 50 cent. cent in bankruptcy court. Um, one of the things I've always loved about Fifty Cent, I have to say, is his sense of humor. Yeah. I feel like for someone as physically imposing as he is, for someone who was legit shot up and down nine times at close range, in the face, in the mouth, in the kneecaps, like all right. over. Pancreas, like everything. Yeah, everything. Just no, no one was safe. Swiss cheese. No organ was safe. Yeah. He has a really punkish, trolling sense of humor, and I kind of love it. I do too. I really do. He should have, like, it. You know, well, back to Kanye. Kanye had a pilot on HBO. Right, which was kind of like curb your enthusiasm. Kanye did. Wasn't that? You don't know about this? No. Tell well, me the more. wasn't on HBO, but he did a pilot, and I think it involved puppets, and it kind of had like a, a curb your enthusiasm slant to it, and it was just like everybody loves Kanye. Genius. But it didn't really work out that well. I think you can see a little bit of it on the internet if you if you do some googling. Hmm. But anyway, I think that maybe it should have been. Curtis Jackson that had the had the sitcom. Yeah. He's, he's got a funny bone. He does have a funny bone. The fact that he dated Chelsea Handler totally makes sense to me. I feel like they probably had a lot of fun together. But they were a real pair of assholes. Yep. All over Most time. definitely. Yeah. Um, so the judge d- d- dragged him back into bankruptcy court. Yeah. He filed for bankruptcy, I think, over the summer um, because he said he was broke and now the bankruptcy judge is d- dragging him back into court to explain his Instagram account because he's always on Instagram with so, yeah, stacks well, of money everywhere. Oh, okay. So that's why they brought him back in. Yeah. It's like, how are you saying that your, your Insta, your bank accounts are empty when every five minutes you're posting like stacks and stacks of thousand dollar bills everywhere. Like in, in one picture he has, he's written out the word broke in stacks of hundred dollar bills and he's sitting there looking up at the camera like where'd the money go see this is where um jacob jeffries professional adult for hire would say that's not a good idea don't put that on instagram yeah 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 that's a bad idea yeah you might want to rethink that or at least use like monopoly money i mean it's funny though it is it is really funny so did the judge then basically cancel the bankruptcy um no i don't think that they've canceled it but the he sort of um uh lectured 50 cent about the process of the purpose of transparency in these bankruptcy proceedings is to make sure that people aren't hiding money mm. and if you're on on instagram flaunting the fact that you have all of these like liquid cash assets uh, then maybe you're not bankrupt. And I guess over the right. over the summer, his lawyer was saying that you know these bankruptcy, it, the whole purpose of filing bankruptcy for Fifty Cent was to sort of position himself uh, for his future business endeavors, so that they weren't jeopardized by you know anything that might happen. I think it's funny. I think it's it's dumb, but I'm not mad at him. I think his whole point was to get as rich as possible. I mean, his first album was Get Rich or Die Trying, and he did it. He had that vitamin water deal. Coke bought it out for $4 billion. And I think he made like $100 million off of it. But now he's got how much? Well, he's obviously got some some cash in the fridge. But like, what is his net worth at now? That's a good question. I don't know. Let's find out. Net worth. Hmm. I think his net worth is at $155 million as of 2016. So... 
I'm doing math here. Wait a minute. He declared so we, assets of only $16 million, though, in his bankruptcy filing. Okay. He says he only has $16 million. See, it's so different being, like, poor, poor, and rich, poor. I mean, this is the Kanye thing. He's $53 million in debt. But what does that mean? What does that mean? He can still buy mansions and furs for his family, but he's $53 million in debt, and he needs Mark Zuckerberg to give him a billion dollars. Right. I'm like, like... Fifteen thousand dollars in debt, and I can't get a fur coat. No, you can't. I can't even get like a fur like wine cozy. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't have self-funded hmm. your fashion line. That's right. Darn that was it. the mistake. That's where I went wrong. Yeah. But the leg warmer idea felt so right at the time. It always does. Scratchy yeah. leg warmers with holes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think it's funny that Kanye asked. Mark Zuckerberg for a billion dollars, but he did it on Twitter. But I would too. I'm not mad at him because, like, yeah. if you're at, if if you have that kind of like you know recognition and like in your celebrity, why not throw it out there? Why not? I think it's funny though that um, Mark Zuckerberg responded and he was like, maybe Kanye should resubmit his request on a different social media platform. <laughs> 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 the CEO of Facebook doesn't want to catch your message on Twitter, I guess. Maybe he should do something on SoundCloud and write a song to Mark. Maybe he'll be more responsive then. Maybe. Um, Maybe. <laughs> speaking of other artists who have launched new music on SoundCloud, Azalea Banks yeah. is back with a new banger called The Big Beat. Yeah. It's a pretty good one, actually. It's a good one. Yeah. You know what? It's so nice to hear her back in back in her her true lane. Yeah. And not just uh being a ratchet a, mess. It's a it's a catchy song. Let's listen to it. Yeah, I like I liked it. Um, it's kind of a like a '90s dance track throwback. It's very Crystal Waters kind of CNC Music Factory with rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you're into that sort of ratchet rap and you're nostalgic for a '90s dance party, then I think this is for you. The thing that's this easy is- to forget though about her, about Azalea Banks, is that she's actually really talented, and she just spends so much more time being gutter and talking trash than making right. music that we forget. See, she's kind of taken the the um the steps of black genius like she's taking them out of turn like she's already kind of oh, gone to true. the crazy local part yeah. without actually making any sort of real uh, commercial impact or making a lot of money make that money first and yeah. then go cuckoo right right you know build up a catalog of hits and then go crazy yeah hopefully she's back on track with this one i doubt Let's it see. i doubt it no, one sound one soundcloud release like an unofficial track I think she's the, back in that space where she was when she was popping off her mixtape. Her mixtape, which was great, that 1991, and then she just went ahead and became a Twitter terrorist and, like, fighting, spitting on people in planes and calling people messy faggots right. on Twitter. Just blowing up social media. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever. <sighs> Good luck. Um, we didn't really hit on the Lauren Hill weekend performance. She finally actually... Oh, yeah. She, she missed her Grammys performance. Again, <laughs> she finally showed up to perform. Listen, professional Jacob Jeffrey, professional adult for hire, would be like, "All right, we've got thirty minutes to get back to the Grammys to perform." Right. Like, who didn't tell her? But I guess you know she's in her own world. You don't tell Mrs. Hill. Yeah. When it's time to go on, she tried to say that she never confirmed with the Grammys. She showed up for a rehearsal, but mm-hmm. she never re- confirmed that she was actually going to do the show. Right. She said, I have this other commitment. It may or may Ms. not Hill run had long. something else to do. Yeah, whatever it was. Maybe it was she, her taxes. Why does she insist on being called Miss Hill? Miss Warren Hill? Uh, I don't know. I think that's... It's a, respect legitimacy again. I guess so. I think it's an honorific that crazy people demand. Man, those caterpillars have tap shoes on or just... Oh, yeah. 
her brain is all tapped in. Doing a dance in her head. Right. What did you think of the when she finally did perform with the the weekend? viewers and well, listeners at home could not see the expression on Jacob's face. Yeah. Searching for the words. Searching, just looking. I mean, she still got a presence about her. That's undeniable. But Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, she has a great stage presence. Yeah. I really would like to know what's going on. Where what what's happened. I saw her in concert a couple years ago and she can still do it. She can really deliver, which is great. But the the show was such a mixed bag. And I know that a couple years ago she started touring again and I always kind of wanted to see her. And I went with a friend of mine. I don't know if I've told you this story before, um, but we went to see her at the Nokia theater near the Staples center in, in LA. And mm-hmm. he was like, Hey, do you want to go see Lauren Hill? The show's not going to be that expensive. And I was like, okay, let me just do a quick YouTube review of what the last six months of Lauren Hill concerts have looked like, because it can go either way. And sure enough, it was like, either it's going to be amazing and great, or she's going to be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs crazy. Right. So I said, okay, well, it's not that expensive. Let's go ahead and check it out. So we get there and we go. Show's supposed to start at like nine o'clock. There are like two hours of openers. It's like DJs. Every per- every Marley you've ever heard of is a DJ opener for her thing. It was like a stand-up <laughs> comedian. And then finally, finally, she comes out. She does, she runs through all of her miseducation hits, which are great, except that she's doing them. She's doing these like Brazilian speed metal versions of these songs where the songs are all sped up with um, guitar distortion. Somehow the songs are twice as fast, but also twice as long. And people in Mm. the audience are furious. They're booing her, screaming at her. Like the people I'm standing next to are like, play the songs like they are on the album. Don't cheer for her. Throw tomatoes at her. Like they are mad. And I'm like... As much as I don't want to... Yeah, pitchforks, torches, the whole bit. And I'm like, as Mm -hmm. much as I don't like these versions of the songs, I don't need to hear you screaming this shit in my ear um, if you're dissatisfied. You know where you can hear the versions of the... that you like of these songs? On the freaking CD, in your car, for free. Like, go back home. Go home. Have a personal listening party. So she comes on, she's on for like 30 minutes, and then she takes like a 20-minute intermission. And the intermission is so long and unexpected that, like, the lights come up in the venue. People start leaving because they think that's the end of the show. The people who are still hanging around are, like, seated on, like, sitting on the floor. Like, displaced Katrina victims, like, along the wall. People are turning to each other because they don't know what to do. And, and, oh, this is the thing I wanted to tell you a couple weeks ago. And another thing. And another thing. Uh, So I turned to my friend uh, and there's this black guy standing behind him, just sort of mad-dogging him, like, Mm -hmm. right behind him. And I catch this guy uh, looking at my friend, and I'm like, what is your problem? And he sees me looking at him, and then he leaves to walk off to the other side of the club. All the lights are up, like I said, and people are wondering what's going on. And the people in our area, I was like, you just saw that guy, right? And they were like, yeah, I think that was Dave Chappelle. (gasps) Yeah. I was like, what? And it was, it was, because we go over, the guy. he'd gone over to the bar, he was wearing a backpack, and sure enough, uh-huh. it was Dave Chappelle, sort of like, swolled up and, and hulkish, like he'd been looking. Right. Um, and he was signing autographs and giving high fives to people at the bar, and since Lauren Hill wasn't performing, we went over to investigate, like, what is Dave Chappelle doing, and like, what problem could he have had with my friend that he was mad-dogging the back of his head so Ooh. hard? Yeah, scary. You better let a sleeping dog lie. I don't yeah. know if I would have gone over there to be like, we- so. <laughs> no, like I would have just like backed off. Yeah. <laughs> Playing harmonica. <laughs> so we, my we didn't get that close, but finally Lauren Hill came back out. She she came back out with a stool, so I knew what was going to happen. She was going to do these unplugged songs that she did from that album. And I was like, okay, well, she didn't know how to play the guitar when that album came out. Maybe she knows how to play the guitar now. She right. did not. She So she did those songs for, like, another half hour and sort of put everybody to sleep. And the entire time she was playing, Dave Chappelle kept crossing in front of us. Like, uh-huh. I told you, half the people in the audience had gone home at this point. And so there's plenty of room in the place. But he kept coming by and hitting, like, the back of my shoulder and walking directly in front of us trying to obstruct our view. And I was like, I don't oh, know man. what we did to piss Dave Chappelle off, but he's mad and he's wearing a backpack. Oh, um, 
so the whole show was weird. And like the last third of the show, Lauren did uh, all of the Fuji songs and she did them like we knew them. She did them like we loved them. And she was really engaging and dynamic as a performer. So it's like, she still has it. She can come do a show and deliver. But for whatever reason, she's making this weird choice to alienate people to come face to face with her new genius. And it's really hard to reconcile. Yeah. But of course, Dave Chappelle was there also being crazy because, like you said, they're on that same black insanity frequency. Right. You remember when they did the all black remake of Steel Magnolias? Yeah, with Queen Latifah. They should do the same. They they could do they could do the same thing of with one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I mean, we've got a full <laughs> cast. Yeah. Of loonies, so mm-hmm. it's like put them all in there. Yeah. Nurse Ratchet. The only I mean, the only know. challenge was to get them to all to show up in the same place at the same time. Right and on time. Yeah. yeah. Well, forget it. Oh man, crazy town. Oh, crazy town, crazy time. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week. Here we go.